And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of The Morning Rush, which you can catch every weekday morning from 6 to 9 on hitthatline.com, where you can also see some great content, interviews, videos, podcasts, articles, great content dealing with all things Arkansas Razorbacks. So be sure to check that out. Arkansas, Texas A&M coming up this weekend. What if Arkansas wins this game against the Aggies? We'll also discuss the maybe, maybe not so much telling of what Arkansas and A&M will do once this contract ends in Jerry World. Should they keep playing it? Or should they just let it go because the shine has worn off of it? We'll also get into an extremely tone-deaf tweet by your, the Ohio State Buckeyes, whatever you want to call them. They suck. But we're going to talk about that in a lot more. But first, let me tell you guys, we all love a night out. We all love going seeing our favorite band in person or being there in the crowd to cheer on our favorite team. And with Vivid Seats, you can attend the concert, show, and sporting event of your choice at a great price. Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for all the live events that you want to go to. And you can sort by price or look for the seats in the section and row of your choice. To make things even better, Vivid Seats is giving listeners an exclusive promo code for new customers to receive $20 off orders of $200 or more to save even more money. Go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app using promo code Locked On for $20 off orders of $200 or more as a new customer to Vivid Seats. Every purchase is backed by 100% buyer guarantee. From the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theater and more, Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app and enter a promo code Locked On for $20 or off to orders $200 or more, and you will be considered a new customer of Vivid Seats with such a great deal. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let Vivid Seats help you get to your favorite live event. So we have Arkansas and Texas A&M coming up this weekend. How pumped are you guys for this 11 a.m. kick? Uh, well, A&M's 2-2 two and two with their two losses being against the number two and number one teams in Clemson and Alabama, respectively. Can't really fault for that, especially how well they played against Clemson. Arkansas is 1-3. and three. According to the matchup predictor from ESPN, Texas A&M has a 92.8% chance of winning this game is that good is, is that pretty is that pretty solid i feel like that's not not a bad deal and also the line the spread for this has moved tremendously as of right now when you're listening to this podcast texas a&m is favored by 21 points three touchdowns in this game and you know all those things that i just mentioned are 100 completely right I completely understand why AM is so heavily favored in this game, why ESPN and many, many others have AM winning this game, going away, and why it's going to be a bloodbath for all things considered. I totally get all of that. But the one things that I say that are just a little bit different in this game is that for whatever reason, Arkansas and AM have played really close every single year for the past five years, essentially. Now, I get that you had two different coaches in Brett Bielma and Kevin Sumlin. That has a lot to do with this fact. And usually history doesn't have much to do with the present when it comes to if a team can win or whatever it may be. But there's no doubt that Arkansas and AM, who have had some similar success over the past few years, I think Arkansas has been a little worse than AM, and now are in situations where AM looks like they're going to bed of roses with Jimbo Fisher as their head coach and Chad Morris at Arkansas still trying to prove himself. These are the problems that you're running into. But what if Arkansas wins this game? We talked about it last week in Auburn, and we'll talk about it this week with AM. What if Arkansas wins this game? It's not going to happen. 
But what if? I think that this game, this SEC game, you can you can probably make the argument for Alabama, which I won't even even look at that one. But this SEC game may be the most important one to Arkansas to win this season, if not every season, because Texas A and M has something that you want to dive into. They have the grounds in Texas recruiting. They're a program that is similar to you as far as success. Although I think Arkansas in their history has had more success than Texas A&M. And there's no doubt that there is some real heated hatred that runs deep dating back to the Southwest Conference. And so if there was ever a game, there's ever a game that you wanted to win and win bad, it's this one right here. Just think about the amazingness that would happen and how big this would be for Arkansas. I, again, I don't think they're going to win, but what would have to happen for Arkansas to win this game is that Ty Story in this offense would get it going. Probably more so in the rushing attack, but they would definitely get it going. And I don't know how else to put it because you can't win unless you can score. And Arkansas has not done a very good job of scoring so far this year. They're only averaging 25 points a game. All right? Now, if that's the case, they're going to have to go up against a pretty good defense in Texas A&M. Now, granted, Texas A&M has actually given up almost 300 yards passing each game, but only 87 yards rushing each game. So, Arkansas, you would think, okay, well, if they're going to be going up against a defense like that, their front with that good and that many athletes for Texas A&M, they're probably not going to get much going on the ground if you're Arkansas. But they're not going to get anything going in through the air either, folks, because much as Ty Story may be the better quarterback on campus right now, doesn't mean he's a good quarterback. He can't throw the ball very well downfield. That's a problem. So, and somehow, in some way, Arkansas is going to have to score points in this game. And I don't know where it's going to come from. But they have to get to at least, at least 28 points. They have to get four touchdowns in this game. And I challenge you to find me where four touchdowns are going to come from. I challenge you to to give me an idea of a team that hasn't had a lot of big plays in Arkansas, a team that hasn't been able to establish any sort of passing game, a team that's been able to establish a consistent running attack. Find me four touchdowns. Are they going to score on special teams? <laughs> nope. Their best bet may be pick sixes and fumble recoveries for touchdowns. Anything can happen. But I just don't see that many points being scored in the game. But if they're going to win, that would mean the offense would have to score points, have to get into nice, consistent, successful drives downfield and get in good field position and take advantage of the mistakes that are made by Texas A&M on their offense if they get a turnover or two or three or five, if they're able to take advantage of penalties, if they're able to get in good scoring position, make their field goals, these are the types of things that will be able to help Arkansas out. It also means that the defense has truly improved, not just we've been seeing them going up against crap offenses. That means that they're getting better each game. We saw a little bit of how what they can be capable of against Auburn. They really slowed down Auburn's rushing attack. Auburn's offense did not perf- perform well. It's hard to believe that, yeah, scoring 31 points is saying that they didn't perform well. But not to the level that you would think, I guess, is my biggest point. So they didn't do that. They had a lot of issues going on there. 
But I still feel like they can go into this game and do the same thing against A&M that they did against Auburn, slowing down the rushing attack. But that's not the problem against A&M. you got to find a way to slow down Kellen Mond. Kellen Mond is playing great right now. He's gone up against two great defenses so far this year in Clemson and Alabama, and he's performed as well as you could ask him. So they're going to have to slow him down, plain and simple. You slow him down, you might win this game. But there's no evidence to show me that they'll be able to slow down a dual-threat quarterback who's very athletic like Kellen Mond. I just don't see anything like that happening. And finally, it comes down to special teams and mental mistakes. you got to find some way to get out of that. I, I don't know what to tell you. That. That's trash. That's crap. Yeah, you got you got to at least have an ability to kick the ball out of the end zone on kickoffs. you got to at least have the ability to punt the ball 40 yards at least each punt. You got to stay in your lanes and kickoffs. You got to make field goals. All right. You just got to do the basic junior high stuff of special teams. And you don't need to have 12 men coming out of the huddle. You don't need to have illegal formations. You don't need to have the stupid pre snap penalties that cost you so much against Auburn. You wouldn't have won the game no matter what, even if you didn't have those penalties because you can't score. But you can't shoot yourselves in the foot. You can't make it even worse on yourselves because that's going to be nothing but problems going forward. So you just can't have those things. Got to find some more consistency in those regards, and hopefully that'll be enough. But let's let's be honest, folks. Arkansas is not going to win this game. They're not going to win. It's going to be seven straight years, seven, that you have been unable to beat Texas A&M. That sucks. There's no other team in the SEC that you have a longer losing streak against besides Alabama. A&M, you've beaten LSU, you've beaten Ole Miss, you've beaten Mississippi State, you've beaten Missouri, you've beaten South Carolina. I mean, really? You've gone that long? You've beaten Florida since you've beaten any team. Before you, since you've beaten Texas A&M. Come on. That just sucks. And I can't wait till they finally beat A&M. But unfortunately, it's not going to be this weekend. You know, ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for advice, and usually it's what team to bet on this week. And the truth is, I don't know who's going to win. But if you think you know, you got to check out my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. And that's why I always tell my people to bet with my bookie. Trust me, guys, they're the best bet this season. They've been in the business for years. They have great reviews online, and their mobile site is really easy to use. I would only recommend this service to all my listeners because you've been so good to me. And that's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie because when you win, they pay. They have in game live betting over unders on fantasy points scored and the most rewarding player perks in all the business my bookie is slammed with new betters and they want to give everybody the best service possible and if you're willing to deposit after 7 p.m eastern time they'll give you an additional 25 dollars free play on deposits over 100 dollars. join now and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar use promo code on college 25 to activate your offer and you can visit my bookie online today that's m-y-b-o-o-k-i-e and don't forget to use the promo code on college 25 when creating your account to claim up to a thousand dollars in free play and if you're willing to hold out till 7 p.m you also get that extra 25 dollars free playing by using the promo code on college 25 it's up to you guys but i'd wait till after dinner to take the extra money because with my bookie you play you win you get paid you are locked on razorbacks your daily arkansas razorbacks podcast 
All right, moving on to the next part of the podcast. This is something I feel very strongly about, and it's dealing with Arkansas and AM playing in Jerry World every year. Part of this contract that doesn't end until 2024, where this has been an ongoing deal every single year, except for two, where the SEC forced Arkansas and Texas AM to play a home and home against each other in 2012 and 2013. Ever since 2009, these teams have played in Dallas Cowboys Stadium in Arlington, Texas. It's maybe lost a little bit of its shine to a lot of people, and I get it, because when you're Arkansas and you've lost four straight, you're probably going to lose five straight. They're in Jerry World. That was not the intention of the game. The intention of the game was for Jerry Jones to have his beloved Razorbacks playing in his stadium to help the recruiting ties in Texas, to help build up the program, brand it a lot better, and find a way to keep Arkansas into the limelight even when they're bad. But Brett Bielma completely ruined that by not beating Texas A&M. At all. And embarrassing fashions a lot of times where he gave up big leads. Jerry Jones was pissed by that. Pissed. He did not want any of that. He did not want to see his Razorbacks getting embarrassed on the field year in and year out to Texas freaking A&M. He did not want it. So he had to do he had to do something. And I think he still wants the game to be played here. But now, Razorback fans, I think, more so enjoy the game being played in Arlington. They like the trip down to Dallas. Now, there's some years, like next year, for instance, that you'd like to have the game in Fayetteville because you're already losing a couple of home games here or there in Fayetteville. So you'd like to see that. But I think that there's a lot of merit still to this day to be playing a game in Arlington. When this contract's up in 2024, Texas A&M is not going to renew it. Plain and simple. They're not going to do it. They thought it was cool at very first, but they wanted out of it as soon as they got it started. And they want to go back to home and home, which is fine. I think that's actually pretty good. I think that in the SEC especially, you should play your games home and home because you know consistently what it's going to be looking like. But I don't think Arkansas's done. I don't think they're going to be done playing in Jerry World after 2024. The contract in War Memorial Stadium also ends in 2024. Which one do you think gets renewed first? Jerry World or War Memorial? going to be jerry world so my theory behind everything is that the little rock game will go away officially in 2024 no more games in little rock may even be before that if they don't sell the tickets and they don't have the stipulations met in the contract but those games will go away arkansas will find a new opponent to play in jerry world during the non-conference slate now could it be a consistent team every single year possibly I think it'd be more realistic to think that they will go through non-conference opponents, power five non-conference opponents, to try to figure out uh, who can play there, when they can play there. And I believe having that set up to where you'll play a marquee game in a neutral site is an easier way to bring in the attraction of bigger opponents. I don't want to see a team like Notre Dame play in Jerry World because I want to see that game actually in Fayetteville. So there's some games, but I've always felt like a team like Oklahoma State would make a lot of sense to play every single year in Jerry World. Have that be both teams' permanent non-conference Power 5 opponent. Both teams would see the benefit in playing in Texas. Both teams would have about the same amount of travel. Both teams are marquee opponents. Both teams, it would make sense for them. Now, I don't know the logistics. I don't know how interested Oklahoma State would be in, per se. But I do believe that is at least something you got to talk about, something you got to think about. And I don't know any Razorback fan that would have or take issue with, after 2024, playing Oklahoma State every year in Jerry World. I think it'd be great. I think that would be something that could bring attention from the national perspective. 
that would still make fans happy where they're and they're not losing any SEC games in Fayetteville. That you'll still have four SEC games in Fayetteville every single year instead of three. I think that thing makes the most sense. Now, I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know if it'll happen. I don't know if Oklahoma State wants it to happen. But I believe that that's something you at least have to take in consideration if you're Arkansas. They're going to still play in Jerry World. Jerry Jones has spent too much money, loves the Razorbacks too much, and as well as the Suns when they take over, they love the Razorbacks too much. That's not changing. It's just a matter of which opponent can they find, which ones can they figure it out, and who's going to make the biggest impact to play the Razorbacks after 2024. That is for sure. Hey, football season is here. Isn't it great, folks? Isn't it great to watch games? It's more fun to play games, and it's also more fun to win money by playing these games, and FanDuel is the place to play. FanDuel has something for everyone, and there are more ways to win than ever before. If you don't believe me, how's this sound? They have a free $250,000 Survivor Contest. That's the biggest free Survivor Contest ever, and if that doesn't interest you, they have all different types of games that can get you involved in watching great football games, great matchups, having great player perks, player rewarder points, all of it going on with FanDuel.com. To get into that free $250,000 Survivor Contest, go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Plus, new users get a $20 bonus when they make their first deposit on FanDuel. So come play with me. Let's win some money together, huh? We like watching football. We like playing games. We like hanging out. We like winning money. And we can do all those things by going to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. So come join me. Again, FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, moving on to the final segment of the podcast. This just comes to another thing of reasonings that I want to just destroy Ohio State. So they put on a tweet this morning. And I get that some things can be taken in different ways and out of context, but I believe timing is a lot. Timing is everything. And Ohio State football this morning tweeted out their uniforms that they'll be wearing in Penn State and how it's going to be white jerseys, all whites, because we all know what Penn State does with their white out and they're all big on the white out and da 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 da. That's fine. But Ohio State put out the tweet with the caption with their jersey with the picture of a guy shushing the crowd saying, silence the white noise. Silence the white noise. Now, if it hadn't been for the whole Urban Meyer deal and the covering up of possible sexual assault by one of his assistant coaches, this would not be a big deal. No one would think twice. But because... White noise is a lot of times considered to be outside criticisms and outside haters and people that are trying to tear you down for whatever reason. The white noise in this case could be perceived as the outsider's perspective. And when it came to Urban Meyer and all he had done, and when you have someone shushing them, silence the white noise, I just don't know if that was the most appropriate time for that tweet maybe i'm overlooking it maybe i'm making too big of a deal out of it it just seemed really wrong in that uh just just junction uh to tweet that out so but i hate ohio state i hate them for all the things that they've done i think that they're a terrible program for letting urban meyer get away with the things that he got away with i just think it's all bad it is all bad and i wish that it would just go away but I'm sorry, I can't even watch Ohio State anyways because I can't stand him. But then the fact that Urban Meyer's there and all the things that he did and that he didn't do and the 
stances that he's taken this whole situation is just bad. But anyways, just another reason that Ohio State, that program should just be shut down and nobody should ever have to, everybody involved with that whole situation needs to just be let go. Just move on. That's all I can ask. Well, appreciate everybody listening to the podcast today. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at Rush John Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel. Tomorrow afternoon, have a great day, everybody. We will see you then. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. 